All right, friends. Daniel K asked for some manga recommendations. And given that they uh, have done a Pokemon Blue Nuzlocke and they're starting a Pokemon Silver Nuzlocke, my manga recommendation is Pokemon Adventures. I have volume one in my hands right now. Story by Hidenori Kusaka, art by Mato. Uh, on the inside cover, it says English adaptation, Gerard Jones, translation, Kaori Inoue. Uh, and there's other credits, but it's fine. Pokemon Adventures. Uh, there are 14 chapters in this volume, so we're not going to read all 14 chapters. We're just going to read, we're going to read part of it. In a place called Pallet Town, uh, Fooey, it bounced off again. It's my turn, my turn. Y'all really think you got a chance? Oh, be quiet. And there's some little kids trying to throw a Pokeball at uh, Anita Reno. I'm going to catch this Pokemon and make it my personal pet. Watch this. Huh? And the Pokeball just bounces right off its forehead. Uh, it bounced off. And then another kid comes up. Ha ha ha, you can't catch a Pokemon like that. If you want to catch a Pokemon, first you gotta weaken it. Then throw the Pokeball. Tisk tisk. And he, he waggles his finger at them. Chapter 1, A Glimpse of the Glow. And then this boy says, For instance, try this. Go, Poliwhirl. And he sends out a Poliwhirl. Give it the water gun. Blast. And then the Nidorino is all confused. Wow, it looks dizzy. Yeah, and now that Nidorino is weak, I throw the Pokeball and... Boom! Wiggle, wiggle. Ha ha! Gotcha, Nidorino. Cool! That was great, Red! Everybody knows me in Pallet Town, and why not? I'm the best Pokemon trainer around. Huh? What are Pokemon, you ask? Strange creatures that live in the forests and lakes. I don't know how many kinds of Pokemon there are in the world, but I know I'm going to catch them all. Hey, Red, do you know Professor Oak? The old guy at the edge of town? What about that weirdo? Well, people say he knows a whole lot about Pokemon. Maybe he can teach us a thing or two about how to catch them. You don't need that old nut. I'll teach you everything you need to know. I don't care who he is. He doesn't stand a chance against me. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I read it a little bit out of order. Let's see. I'm supposed to be more vertical. Let's see. I'll teach you everything you need to know. Maybe, but they say that Professor Oak taught his grandson to be one of the world's greatest Pokemon trainer. His grandson? Yeah, he's been studying overseas for a long time. He just got back. Huh. I don't care who he is. He doesn't stand a chance against me. For sure. And Red's, like, looking at the little polywhirl inside of its Pokeball, which, like, the top half is translucent, and you can see the Pokemon actually inside. See you tomorrow. See ya. Hmm. Old Professor Oak, huh? Oof. And he bumps into someone. Watch it, you worm. Eep. Whew. Where'd those guys come from? And and he's like in an all-black suit with a black hat, and he looks he's got an angry look on his face. Hey, those are Pokeballs. They gotta be Pokemon trainers. And Red's following behind them in the grass. It must be hiding in the general area. Do not rest until you find it. Find the Phantom Pokemon. Phantom Pokemon? Never heard of it. We haven't searched the Westwood yet. Go comb it to the last blade. And they all run off into the woods. And Red's sort of like, hmm... Thanks for the tip, guys. The phantom Pokemon is going to be mine, or my name's not Red. In the West Wood. Oh, we dropped a Pokeball. Bop. Great, they didn't get here yet. Where are you, little phantom Pokemon? Huh? What's that? And who's that? Oh, it's one of the creeps that beat me to it. And then we see a guy. He's got sort of a plain shirt, and he's got a pendant and some spiky hair. He's not one of the creeps. And he sends out a Charmander. He says, now, go, Charmander. 
a Pokemon? He's a Pokemon trainer! And Charmander shoots a big blast, and Mew sort of looks up shocked, and then there's a Thunder Blast! Yeesh, I've never seen a Pokemon battle like this! His Pokemon, that's a Charmander. But what's that glowing creature? I've never seen anything like it. It looks kind of like, um, maybe a cat with little short front arms and big back feet, sort of like a rabbit, and it's got a tail and it's floating in the midair. It's a Mew. I mean, they don't say it's Mew, but we all know it's Mew. Well, go Charmander, beat that thing. And then we see the other guy, and there's he's sort of watching the battle silently. Enough! Charmander, return! What the? Fuck? And he, he sucks Charmander up to the Pokeball. What are you doing? You almost had it! You, you... And then he just looks at Red silently, and Red goes, Humph! My turn! Go, Poliwhirl! Water gun! And then the... The Mew looks over and then does a big blast and goes bash and Red's thrown back and Poliwhirl's thrown back. Poliwhirl! Ah! And the Mew flies off. Poliwhirl, come on, snap out of it, buddy. Are you blind? Didn't you notice anything while you were watching us fight? I could tell right away that there was a vast difference in strength. That's why I stopped the fight. Know your limitations or you'll only beat yourself. Remember that. Uh, you, you mean I actually lost? And, and the other guy walks away and Red is all dejected. And then we have the, the evil folks, and they've all got R's in their shirts, so we know that they're tired of Team Rocket. And the, the wind is whooshing, and the they're all like, oh, the field, it's all burned up. What happened here? And they see Red. Answer me, Worm, what have you done? Ignore him. The Mew is what counts. It might still be nearby. Go! And they all run off, and they're ignoring Red, who's still, like, sobbing over his knocked-out Poliwhirl. So Red's going back into town, and he's at the edge of town. It says the Oak Pokemon Research Lab. So this is old Professor Oak's lab. And they say he's a mean old geezer, so I always kept away. And he looks at his knocked-out Poliwhirl. But I guess the only place I learned to be a great pro Pokemon trainer is here. And he's, he's trembling as he rings the doorbell. Bing bong, bing bong, bing. Anybody home? Huh? It's open. And then chapter two, Bulbasaur, come home. Oh, wow, I had no idea there's so many Pokemon, and he's going through, like, the, the location, all the lights are turned out, but there's rows and rows of Pokemon. Hmm, what's this? Bulbasaur. It has a butt on its back. Cool. Oh, look at this, Poliwhirl. And he's showing the little two Pokemon to each other inside their Pokeballs. The door opens up, and it's Professor Oak. You, you, Poke Thief! Wait, no, no, I, I mean, I, what? And he bumps into the computer. No, you idiot, what? And all the Pokeballs open up, and all the Pokemon go berserk. Psh, boing, boing, boing. Yeah! Now look at what you've done. I, I didn't mean to. And there's a Pidgey flying, and he poops right on Professor Oak's face. And Professor Oak's like, oh, and Red's like, yuck. And Professor Oak shouts, just get them back. Okay! Later, much later. How many more? Huff, huff. Don't tell me that some of them huff, escaped, and they've got most of the Pokeballs uh, full of Pokemon again. I'll go out and get him. Oh, no, you don't, Poke Thief. But but I am not. Uh, I'm sorry. I came into your Pokemon lab on a fight. I'm sorry I let your Pokemon loose, but we've got to get him back, or... It's too late for that. It'll be dark before we find them all. We can't just give up. I'm going after him. Ching, ching, and Oak gets on a bike. Oh, you think you can do it all by yourself? You don't know what to look for. And so Oak's on a little tiny child-sized bike, and Red's on foot, and they go off into the grass. After we get them all back, you'd better believe that I'm turning you in. Yes, sir. Viridian. Oh, they're going all the way to Viridian City. Here, kitty, kitty. Now, boom. Gotcha. Only one left. 
Phew, if I'd known I'd be chasing them all the way to Viridian City, I've decided I'm too old for this. The last one is Bulbasaur. Yes, but, but that one, there it is! And it runs off. Eep. It's going in there! It's going in the Viridian City gym. Hurry! Oh, the Viridian City gym has a closed sign on it, and the, the door creaks open. Yeesh! Where would it go? Oh ho ho, there you are. Come to daddy, little doop, and it tackles Oak right in the stomach. Now, really, I'm, I'm your trainer. And Bulbasaur is like, Bob? And he says, don't be afraid, Bulbasaur. Of course you're nervous. This is the first time you've been outside. This is Red talking. You were kept separate from the others in the Pokemon lab, weren't you? I bet you've never seen another living thing outside. It's old prof, old prof, huh? Yeah, that's a good boy. Are you hungry? And so he's petting the Bulbasaur, and then there's another sound, and they look up, and there's a Machoke! It's all scary! It's gonna get him! And he's like, it's it's a wild Machoke! Yeah! And the Machoke's trying to get him, and he's, a fist goes down, it's about to smash right in the face, and Bulbasaur shoots out a vine whip and grabs Machoke by the arm, and he's holding him back. Red's safe for now. Poof! Did you see that? What's the Bulbasaur's best attack? And the, the Professor Oak, he's all knocked out, he doesn't know what to do. Oh, great. What next? Wait, if it's got a bulb, and then Machoke... Oh, he, he breaks free of the vine, and now he's punching him. Mm, uh, there's no way. And then there's some sunlight that's coming in through one of the windows that's been boarded up. Wait, what? I guess I've got to... And he try this, and he opens up the window, and sunlight comes all in, and it goes into Bulbasaur's bulb, and it charges up, and it's... And it blasts a solar beam right into the Machoke. And he goes, and he falls over. He's all beaten up. And Professor Oak says, you know about the Bulbasaur sunbeam? And Red says, no, nah, but I figured, you know, plants turn sunlight into energy. And this guy has a plant on his back. So you just figured it out? <laughs> the Bulbasaur is yours. He seems quite taken a liking to you. Oh, you mean really? Cool. But first, I've got to clear something up. I did not break into your Pokemon lab to steal Pokemon. I only wanted you to teach me to be a better Pokemon trainer. You see, yesterday, and he tells the story, and he tells, this is a little picture of Mew, so we know he's telling the story of Mew. Ah, I see. But do you know what it takes to be great? Huh? Knowing a lot of clever, a lot of clever tricks, having a Pokemon powerhouse in your arsenal, is that what you think makes a Pokemon trainer? And Red has to think about this. If you do, you're wrong. What counts is in your heart. That connection you had with Bulbasaur, that feeling from deep within, that's the key to becoming a great Pokemon trainer. What's your name, son? Red, sir. Here, Red. This is a Pokedex, an encyclopedia of Pokemon. Whenever you meet and learn about a new Pokemon, enter your data here. By the time you've input the data on all the Pokemon, you may well have become one of the truly great trainers. Wow, me. One of the greats. And he's got a Pokedex in one hand and a Pokeball in the other hand. Red, if you expect to input any valuable data into that Pokedex, you can't stay here. You have to expand your territory. Why not start with Viridian Forest, north of the city? You're bound to find Pokemon that you've never seen before. Besides, that happens to be where... Ha ha ha, never mind. Huh? And Red has a big question mark over his face. Oops, I was such a hurry that I bring, didn't bring very, poke, very many Pokeballs. Oh well, these will have to do. And we see him going off into the forest. I don't know what kind of Pokemon we're going to meet, but with Poliwhirl and Bulbasaur, we're bound to catch them all. All right, then. Let's go. And we've got Poliwhirl and Bulbasaur, and we're going off in the Viridian Forest. I'm going to take a little drink here, but today's drink is uh, mango tea. I highly advise it. It's not really tea. It's more like just mango juice with all the pulp taken out, but 
That's fine. The Viridian Forest. Uh, this is chapter three of the Sacred of Kangaskhan. I don't remember if I said that. Shh, and, uh, the oak's grandson is looking around in the forest, and he's just sort of listening to the wind, waiting for the right moment. Go, Charmander! Whoosh! And then there's a sound, and something whoops into the bushes. And something comes back out. Mop. Ah, a Venomoth. Let me see a knocked-out Venomoth lying on the ground. I've already caught one, and it shows the Pokedex entry. Description, Poison Moth. Bug Poison. 4 foot 11. Weight 28. Ulb. Attacks. Tackle disabled Poison Powder. Leech Life. Description, the dust-like scales covering its wings are color-coded to indicate the kinds of poison it has. It has a short lifespan and appears to be evolved the evolved form of Venonat. And, like, the picture in the Pokedex is, like, the picture that you'd see in the Game Boy game. It's pretty nice. And then, and then the guy says to himself, Will you come out? And then he's looking up into the forest. Yarg, where the heck did it go? Stupid Caterpie. Red's chatting about a bunch of stuff. Oh, ho, ho. Go, Poliwhirl. Blog, did you catch it? And Poliwhirl's been knocked out. What? Poliwhirl. So this Poliwhirl has a trainer. And we turn around, we see the Charmander. And we see Gary's, uh, or Oak's grandson. And he says, ha, oh, we thought it was a wild Pokemon when we attacked. Don't take it personally. You did this to my Poliwhirl? You'll pay. And he turns to fight. And he's he's about to he's about to punch Gary's or Oak's grandson, and the grandson says ridiculous, and he blocks the punch with one fist. We're both in this forest to capture Pokemon, so we're bound to cross paths sometimes, aren't we? Uh, eh? Hey, hey, you're you're that guy. Why do you keep? Hey, w what's that? And there's a big boom, boom, boom. Ah, so it's come at last. Boom! And there's a Kangaskhan crushing through the bushes and the trees. Yeah. I've been waiting for you, Kangaskhan, shouts the grandson. I heard you around here somewhere, but you've been testing my patience. Charmander, attack! And Charmander shoots out a big flame blast, and there's cracklings of fire. I can't wait to add its data to my... Hey, th that's a Pokedex, and they both have a Pokedex, and they're both shocked that the other one has a Pokedex. Ah, ha, 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 what's so funny? My granddad told me he gave a Pokedex to someone, so it was you, huh? Ha, 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 ha. Granddad? You mean Professor Oak? Though why he give a Pokedex to the likes of you? Well, never mind. I'll just show you how it's done. And Charmander's shooting more fire. Charmander, final blow! Yeah! That should do it. You're mine! And he throws the Pokeball at the Kangaskhan. And Kangaskhan blocks it with one hand! Okay, then one more! And Kangaskhan blocks it again. The fire attack's not strong enough. Something's wrong. And then Red looks... It's strong... Oh... Yeah, Red looks over and he's like, oh, it's strong enough to repel the Pokeball, but it isn't attacking, and then we zoom in on Kangaskhan's pouch. Of course, that's it. Wait, stop the attack! No way, this Pokemon is mine. Don't try to steal it from me. Don't you understand the Kangaskhan? Charmander, keep fighting, but... Oh, just get out of my way, Poliwhirl. Hey, what are you? And then Poliwhirl shoots a water blast at the Charmander. Where do you think you're going, you little... Are you okay? And Red runs up to the Kangaskhan. Your baby, is it all right? And the grandson's all confused. He's like, eh? And then the little tiny, the baby Kangaskhan pokes his head out of the pouch. Oh, it's hurt. Did a poison Pokemon hurt you? And uh, Red pulls out an antidote. Okay, there, all better now. No wonder you're protecting your pouch. If the fire hit it, your baby, your sick baby could have gotten badly hurt. Kangaskhan's like, and booms off into the forest. Hmm, thanks a lot. If you hadn't butted in, I could have captured it. Come on, you know it isn't really winning if your opponent's at a disadvantage. <laughs> Save your slogans. Hey, wait up. My name's Red. What's yours, huh? Well, my name's Blue. Now shut up already and leave me alone. 
All right, this is where we're going to take a brief note and mention that in the official English translation of this, uh, they swapped the names Blue and Green. So Blue is Oak's grandson, and Green is a girl that we'll meet later. But in the, if you read the fan, like in the Japanese versions, the names are switched. So uh, Oak's grandson is named Green, and the girl that you meet later is named Blue. So if you read a fan translation, you may have the names swapped. But in the official English translation that I'm reading out of, uh, Blue is the name of the grandson. Blue! Okay! Hey, Blue, I'm not losing to you! You hear me, Blue? I'm gonna win! Ha ha ha! My grandson and my new protege. This is Oak sort of talking. I guess he's following these children from the bushes. The path to becoming the greatest Pokemon trainer of all has gotten more competitive. Good luck to both of you. Uh, oh man, we, we've got more time. Well, I guess I'll just keep reading until we do a full hour. Chapter 4. Wanted. Pikachu! And then there's a bunch of people running around town. Get it! Hurry! Pewter City in the west. There it goes! Huh? And there's a little paper that flutters off a building. And it says, Wanted. Pikachu. Mischievous Electric Mouse. Reward for capture. Pewter City Merchants Association. Red says, So that's what this all fuss is about. Guess I'll give him a hand. There's a bunch of people with, like, bug nets and stuff, and they're trying to get it. Now we've got you, pest. That's the last time you'll eat my produce. And the Pikachu is looking pretty small and, and endangered versus all these adults. Get it? Hey! And he jumps out of the way. And then he gets a, he gets an apple. He's got an apple off the apple cart. And there he's like, oh, now. And the net. He gets the, the net goes over Pikachu holding the apple. Piku! And then... And he shocks the person with the net. And he gets away. Hey, it's getting away again. Get it? I can't watch any more of this. Okay. Bulbasaur, go! Boom. And Bulbasaur comes out. And Pikachu says, beep. And the Bulbasaur is facing off against Pikachu. And the crowd's like, oh, a Pokemon! And so they're having a Pokemon battle. And Pikachu says, sneer. And then he does a Thunderbolt versus uh, Bulbasaur. Oh, man, it's no use. And Bulbasaur, oh, as the smoke clears, it turns out Bulbasaur is still standing. Because grass types can resist electric attacks. And Pikachu's like, pee. And Red says, now it's our turn. Bulbasaur, attack! And Bulbasaur shoots out a little tiny seed, and it flies up over the Pikachu and goes, poof! Bada, 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 bada. Hey, perfect. Start with sleep powder, then finish it with this! And he throws the Pokeball, and it catches the Pokemon, and the Pikachu's in the Pokeball now! And now all the crowd's like, yay, yay! And that's how it's done. Young man, you saved us. That pest was ruining our businesses. We wish you to come a long time ago. Where are you from? Oh, I'm from Pallet Town. But what brought you here? I want to know. Well, just while I watch, do this. And he opens up the Pokedex and he points it at the Pikachu entry. Description, mouse, type 1 electric, 1 foot 4 inch, 13 old, attacks Thundershock, Thunderwave, quick attack. Number 25. When several of these Pokemon gather, their electricity could build and cause lightning storms. Forest dwellers are few in number and are exceptionally rare. The pouches on their cheeks discharge electricity at their opponents. The Pikachu is believed to be highly intelligent. There is, uh, this is outside the manga, just a side note. There's like um, a fan theory that all of the Pokedex entries are literally just a 10-year-old's imagination of what the Pokemon are like, and none of them are supposed to be canonical. And I really like that explanation for why the Pokedex entries are the way they are. And Red says, hmm, so this wild Pikachu came out of the Viridian Forest to live in the city. And the crowd's impressed. Oh, what an awesome device. It will be. There are hundreds of Pokemon in the world. Once I collect all their data, I'll have a complete Pokedex. Huh? 
Hey, cool it. Oh, the Pikachu is wiggling around in his ball. What's with this thing? Well, okay then. And then they're outside town again, and he's talking to the Pikachu. They're sitting in the grass, and the Pikachu is all angry. He's like, whoa, whoa, come on, don't be stubborn. How about we try to be friends? Okay, Pikachu. And then Pikachu flips around and hits him with the tail. Jeez, you look cute, but you're taking it easy on that Pikachu. Aren't you red? Blue! You never, you'll never fill your Pokedex playing around like that. I'm embarrassed to have you for a rival on this quest. Er, what was that? A fight, huh? And they both get ready to Poke battle. Mm, but first, my impetuous friend, allow me to let you in on something. This town's gym leader is Brock, and he's looking for someone worthy to fight him. I intend to do so and win the Boulder Badge. Uh, the Boulder Badge? Don't you know? The Boulder Badge can boost the attack power of your Pokemon. Every Pokemon trainer knows that. Well, sorry. So here's my challenge to you. Let's see which of us can win the Boulder Badge first. Of course, it shouldn't be too much of a match since you can't even train an electric mouse. I'll take that challenge, and you'll regret it. Ha 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 Oh, and one more thing. Brock is a rock Pokemon trainer. Your little electric mouse won't be any good against him. Well, good luck! And he throws a piece of paper down on the ground. Oh, what a jerk. And, and then Red sees the paper. It says, calling all fighters. Pewter City gym leader Brock will take on all challengers. Dates and times, challenger requirements, Pewter City, yada yada yada. And it shows Brock, and he's standing there with his... He's got pants, but no shirt, and he's got an onyx next to him. So the next challenge is tomorrow at noon. All right, let's do it. Blue's going to be sorry he ever... Whoops, almost forgot. The Pokemon I brought with me are low on health. First thing in the morning, I need to go to a Pokemon Center and get these guys healed. The next day at the Pokemon Center... Notice, our center was damaged yesterday by unknown vandals. We'll be open again when our machines are running again. We apologize for any inconvenience. And there's, like, people doing construction to fix all the stuff. But Red can't heal his Pokemon. He says, what? No way! This means the only one I have who's at full power is, is this one. And he looks at the Pikachu. All right, huff, 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 huff. He runs up to the Pewter City gym. And then he goes into the stadium. And there's it's like a boxing ring. And there's a whole bunch of people shouting, fight, fight, fight! Yeah, yeah, yeah! And there's a Tremeleon who shoots fire, and, and Red looks at it, and they're shouting, Kill, kill, kill! Chapter 5, Onyx is on. And we look up, and we it turns out it's Blue! He's in the ring, and Red shouts, Blue! But Brock's preliminary round is about to start! Oops! And then Blue looks down at Red, who's still back in the crowd. And he sort of smirks. Uh, my name's Red, number 18. I've seen my share of fights here, but I've hardly seen anybody blow through the prelims to get to Brock. Figures with the power of Pewter City Gym's finest standing in the way. Come on, punk, let's get this thing going. And we got some sort of, like, Brock lackey guy who's got a graveler. Okay, you're on. Oh, great, it's hopeless. He's the only one at full health, but I couldn't train him. Well, I don't have a choice. They're low in health, but I gotta fight with these two. And he sends out the Poliwhirl. That one doesn't look like too much to be. Does it got any health left, punk? And the bell rings to start. Let's win this with the first attack, Poliwhirl. And Poliwhirl shoots a water gun or maybe a bubble beam or something. All right, now ice beam. And then he shoots another attack, I guess. And then the, the graveler is frozen solid. And it smashes to the ground and falls apart. And the trainer's like, ugh! Uh, Red's like, oh, we can't afford to take even one hit or we're finished. That kid showed me something. He's finishing every fight with his first attack. He's only got two of the things, but with the swiftest water Pokemon and the power of fighting grass Pokemon, he's got great balance. He doesn't waste an attack either. The punk's got strategy. 
And so we, we see rounds where he's defeating a sand shrew, and he's, like, snapping the bone off of a Q-bone with a vine whip. He did it again! Now he finally gets to face gym leader Brock. And we see Brock, and he's waiting up in, like, the, the VIP box, and there's an onyx and a graveler and a geodude. At last, an opponent worthy of me. And Brock still doesn't have a shirt on. And we see Red, he's out back at the gym's back entrance. Oh, come on, Pikachu. Polyworld and Bulbasaur pooped. Just this one time, please. Okay. Pweet. And he's like, he's not willing to fight. Well, we're up. And he goes in. And Pikachu doesn't really want to fight. And the bell clangs. And Brock's got Onyx. And, and Red's got Pikachu. And Pikachu's not, he's not having it. He's not going to fight. And Brock says, where's your famous first attack, boy? Guess I better go first then. Rock throw. And then Onyx, like, throws a bunch of rocks in Pikachu's direction. With Pikachu, he just dodges all of them. And then he gets hit on the head, gong. Oh no, the Pokemon took the full brunt of the attack. Looks like this is the end. And then Pikachu, he turns around. He's angry that people doubt him. Peek? Oh no, and he jumps up and he shocks Red. And now he's, ch he's chasing Red around the gym, the gym arena. <sighs> Brock looks over and says, what a joke. So you were just winning with dumb luck before? My Onyx's ultimate attack is to use its own body as a tornado. The speed of its revolution sets off unstoppable shockwaves. And now Onyx is using some sort of tornado attack, which we've never even seen before in the video games. And Red's like, ugh, it's a big one. Watch out, Pikachu. The final strike, Skull Bash. And Pikachu, he's not looking in the right way. And, and Red has to jump in. And he knocks Pikachu out of the way to save his life. Oh, and Red says, oh, you okay? Whew, I'm glad. You didn't have to fight, fight for me if you don't want to. I'm sorry I forced you into this. How about we just, and then Pikachu remembers, how about we just try to be friends? And then Brock is like, huh, we won't miss this time. Onyx attack. And then Pikachu, he he's like inspired by this. And he goes, Pee! and he shoots lightning. And it like fills the entire everything. And this huge amount of lightning surrounding Onyx. And Brock says, what? And the Onyx explodes into its like little component rock body parts. And little rock body parts go everywhere. And Brock says, no. Oh, what's that? What's happening? And, and Brock says, it can't be. And Pikachu just strikes a pose. Whoa! And then the judge, he holds up Red's hand, and Red's the victor! And then outside at sunset, Red says, So, Blue and I ended up being the only ones to win the boulder badge. Thanks, Pikachu. I couldn't have done it without you. But Pikachu, he's playing it cool. He's still being all standoffish. Meet Poliwhirl and Bulbasaur. They're good friends of mine. We'd love to have you join us if you want to. Shake on it! And Pikachu sort of looks at the hand. And then they shake hands! And then he shocks Red anyway. Oh, what was that for? And just when I thought I was finally getting somewhere. And then off in it, we see a bunch of uh, wind blowing over a grassy plain. And there's uh, another trainer. And she's got, she's got an injured shoulder. And there's blood dripping down her arm. And we see her foot sort of trying to steady itself. And she's all beaten up. And the foot, even the shoe is beaten up. And she's got a little star you fighting a Gyarados. And the Gyarados goes, and she's like, gasp, it's the Hydro Pump Star, you get away! <laughs> Water shoots everywhere. And then, uh, chapter six, Gyarados splashes in, and the star you seems to be taking the brunt of the attack and goes, re-splash, and he falls to the ground. Star you, why you? You're taking on a pretty big one, aren't you? Let me help. Stay back, this is dangerous, and Red shows up on the scene, and, and the other trainer's like, no, you can't do it, and he's like, heh heh. I'll be fine. I'm not just any kid. And by the way, the name's not you. 
Specifically, it's red. Okay, Bulbasaur, go! A Pokemon? You're a Pokemon trainer too? And uh, the Gyarados shoots another Hydro Pump. Watch it, it's the Hydro Pump, and Red doesn't care. And the Gyarados is doing a full Hydro Pump on Bulbasaur, and Bulbasaur, he's just, he's playing around. He's going to splish, splash, splish, splash. And she says, huh? And Red says, heh, no water attack's gonna work on a grass Pokemon. Now it's our turn, Bulbasaur attack. And he shoots a little seed, and it bumps into the Gyarados' chest. And it grows, it's growing a sprout, and vines getting everywhere, and it's surrounding the entire Gyarados. Leech Seed, <laughs> you got it. Now's our chance to recover. And the other trainer, she shouts at Staryu to do some psychic recovery powers. And he goes, Bloop. Okay, Staryu, your injuries are healed. Now that was a sweet trick. And then, oh, Gyarados breaks out of the, the Leech Seed. We should start double dating. We should. And I don't know what they mean by that. But anyway, Bulbasaur and Staryu team up. Uh, that, okay. That's a really awkward translation. We should start double dating. I think he meant double battling. Anyway, Vine Whip Bubble Beam! And they both blast the Gyarados, and he goes, Wah! And last but not least, the Pokeball! And he throws a Pokeball, and, and Red catches the Gyarados. Got him. Huh? Phew. Th thanks a lot. Um, um, one more time. The name's Red. I didn't expect to see a Pokemon that big. Not here, of all places. Was it wild, or was it... Gyarados is a water Pokemon, and it's not supposed to live in habitats like this. I figured, so what's it doing here? That Gyarados isn't wild. It's my Pokemon. What? I was reusing it till last week when somebody stole it. When it came back, it wasn't the sweet Gyarados I knew anymore. I'd been tracking it. Not hard to do, since it's been destroying everything in its path. Anyway, thanks for the help. Everything's okay now. It's not! It's never okay when a Pokemon goes berserk. Those guys who stole Gyarados must be responsible for this. I'm gonna go kick their butts! Where do you think you're going? Where? I'm, uh, uh, th those thieves, you, you said they were, wh where'd you say they were? If I knew, don't you think I'd be there? Hey, maybe the prof knows something. And so they go to the Pokemon Center and he dials up on the phone. Oh, Red, it's been a while. That prof that's Professor Oak. He's the world's leading expert on Pokemon. Ah, shucks. There are hundreds of varieties of Pokemon scattered all over the earth. Getting closer to completing your Pokedex, Red? As a matter of fact, I am. I even got some new data today. Take a look. It's a high-tech encyclopedia. Description, uh, Gyarados, and number 130. Description, atrocious. Categories, water flying, height 21 foot, 4 inches, 518 ulb, attacks, dragon rage, bite, hydro pump. The evolved form of Magikarp, rarely seen in the wild, huge and vicious. It is capable of destroying entire cities in a rage. Can fire a hyper beam from its mouth. And uh, the other girl says, uh, a Pokedex? Oh ho ho, Gyarados. And then uh, Oak is still talking in the background. Oh, yes, evolving from a magic orbit and hydro pump. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then Red says, whenever I catch a Pokemon, its data automatically gets inputted. To input all the data on all the Pokemon, that's my goal in life. I'll have to fight wild Pokemon and tough trainers in the way, but I'll be a top Pokemon trainer myself, one of these. Oh, hey, I almost forgot. Prof, I have a question. All this clearly, uh, weren't you paying attention? Ah, hmm. So the Pokemon refuses to listen to its trainer after just a few days. Sounds like uh, the doings of Team Rocket. Team Rocket? Team Rocket, a secret society that uses Pokemon for evil. Recently, they're rumored to be conducting experiments on lab experiments on Pokemon. Using Pokemon. For lab experience, says the girl. Distressing, I know. But there is something you can do to help. On Mount Moon, just to your east, there is reputed to be a Moonstone. What's that? A stone, they say, that is able to boost the power of Pokemon enormously. It's likely that Team Rocket is after this stone. Hmm... That does it. I can't wait to complete the Pokedex, but first I'm going to find these Team Rocket guys, and I'm going to kick their... 
And he turns around and looks at her. What? And she says, I'm going with you. Huh? Mount Moon is on the way to my hometown. If I go with you, I'm bound to run into a lot of trainers I know. I might be able to get more information on this Team Rocket. Wait a minute. You don't think you can take on? And then she shows off that she has like six more Pokemon in her pocket. I'm a water Pokemon trainer. The caves in the mountain are full of rock Pokemon. I think I can hold my own just fine. And he says, well, uh, and she holds out her hand. I forgot to introduce myself. My name's Misty. I'm from Cerulean City. Nice to meet you. Uh, okay then, we're off. Full speed ahead. And she runs along, dragging him behind the caverns of Mount Moon. Now entering cave interior coordinates A5. No sign of the Moonstone. Understood. Continue your search. And if any fools should dare to interfere, meet them with extreme force. <clears throat> so Team Rocket's already at the Mount Moon. Right there, right over this hill is Mount Moon! And Misty and Red are running up the hill. Whoa! Somebody's there! And she pushes him down into the grass. Wait a minute. That uniform. Is that Team Rocket? I think so. Those jerks are everywhere. So what now? Ex somewhere in there is a moonstone that can boost a Pokemon's power. Exactly what we need. You think I'm going to back down now? Quick, into the caves! And they, they get through the grass and they run inside the caves, deep in the caverns. Oh, it's awful dark. Hehe, <laughs> just leave everything to me. Okay, bright eyes, I'm counting on you. And he sends out Pikachu. Is that, a, is that a Pikachu? It ain't Mickey Mouse. Doesn't exactly look thrilled to be here. Yeah, life's tough, little fella. But Pikachu is one talented little... And he, like, sets up an electric glow, and now they can see where they're going. And so we got Misty leading the way, and there's a bunch of Zubats and Diglets and Geodudes going everywhere. And then Red's following close behind with Pikachu on his head as a little light. Oh, Red gets confident. He goes up front, and he starts walking backwards, and he bumps into something. Ook, tonk. Oh, stupid rock. I out it. Red, look up. Oh, it's an ono It's a... Oh, it's not an Onyx. It's a Rhydon. No, Rhyhorn. It's a Rhyhorn. And then Team Rocket says, oh, it's a Team Rocket. Remember, he's with the Rhyhorn. Well, if it isn't Tom Sawyer and little Becky in the cave. Oh, and there's, there's like 10 of these Rocket members. You're Team Rocket. You know us. We're flattered. And who are you? Let me answer you like this. Let's do it. I challenge you. Rhyhorn, Rock Blast. And Pikachu, oh, he gets battered by the Rock Blast. Oh, wait. No. The smoke clears. And then, oh, we see Pikachu. He jumps up in the air. And he's charging up an electric attack, and he throws it straight at the Rhyhorn and blasts him. You may look cute, Pikachu, but you sure are ornery. Ah, it takes me back to when I was a boy. Let me give you a little taste of reality. Crush them, and, he, and the Team Rocket member shoots some sort of weird poison into the Rhyhorn. And, and he instantly turns into a Rhydon. He turned Rhyhorn into Rhydon. And you're responsible. Are you responsible for what happened to my Gyarados? How should we know? You think we remember every little Pokemon we experiment on? You rotten! And then Misty sends out Staryu. Staryu, attack! And then it blasts a water glass at the at the Rhydon, which falls over under the onslaught. We got him! It's working! Dear me, do you think so? And then, oh, the Rhyhorn, it, the Rhydon wasn't caught! His, his horn starts to spin! And Misty and Red are like, what? What's going on? And the rocket member shouts, horn drill! And then he turns towards the water beam with his horn all spinning. And it, like... It reverses the water jet back onto Misty and Red, and they're getting washed everywhere. Oh no, Misty gets thrown back into the wall, and now she's all bloodied up again. Red says, oh, Misty, they'll pay for this. Hmm, perhaps in some other lifetime. Oh yeah, Pikachu attack! And Pikachu goes up, and he attacks Rhydon, but the Rhydon, 
he smucks his he, he smacks his foot down on the ground and it makes a big doom sound. It's over. Rhydon attack! And Rhydon goes ree and he does another horn drill. And Red says, I guess nobody wins every fight, but I'm not gonna lose to jerks like you, Pikachu now. Only the Pikachu is uh he's underneath the Rhydon's foot, and then he like lets out a huge electric blast, and the Rhydon gets thrown backwards. <laughs> Where are you flying, Pikachu? Out of control, perhaps. And then Pikachu shoots another electric blast. Oh, but this time it's into the ceiling. And he knocks a boulder down right onto all the Team Rocket members. And they get locked on the far side of the tunnel. And then we see the, the leader of this group. He takes off his hat and says, gone. They're gone. But careful readers will note that this is no ordinary leader. This sure looks like Koga is a member of Team Rocket. Oh, where am I? And they're like, uh, they're just staggering to the exit and Red's carrying Misty over his shoulders and Poliwhirl is carrying Staryu on his shoulders. What the? I'm covered in dirt, huh? Yeah, you got me all dirty. And she pops Red right in the face. Oh, you should have seen me in there. I nailed right on with Pikachu in one shot. And then I, sure, whatever. But we didn't get the Moonstone, and hey, if you let me finish my story, ta-da! The cave collapsed, and there it was. Now let's use it! Oh, you did it! So they've got a Moonstone, and they're getting to Cerulean City, the city of water. And we see a nice big city. This city has a canal going through it, like Venice, and there's a bunch of people on boats and big bridges. This is a joke, right? I mean, this place, there's no way this is your house! Afraid so, and we've, like, gotten to the like front gate of a huge huge mansion with like two stories and giant windows and everything and there's a bunch of maids that come out saying welcome home lady misty oh your ladyship is, is dirty i'd like you to meet somebody his name is red red waves by the way this is chapter eight suddenly starmy uh oh so the the clothes are out drying on the on the clothesline flapping in the wind and the pokemon are all being taken to the pokemon center healing machine and uh, Red is, he's like in a fancy robe, uh, like a fancy bathrobe, like you wear at a, at a, um, whatchama, at a, like a Japanese hotel where they have the fancy robes and stuff. The hot spring, that's the word I'm looking for. And so the, the table has been set with all these, it's got little origami uh, napkin boats and everything. Wow, I could get used to this. Sorry to keep you waiting. And Misty comes out and she's got like a fancy dress that you would see, um, it reminds me of something you'd see in like Sailor Moon, where they have, it's like very sort of Western uh, regal, uh, it's like the Japanese version of what Western regal clothes looks like, where there's a whole bunch of lace and layers and bows, and she's got little pearls around her ponytail and her hair. And he says, whoa, you didn't tell me this was a costume party. And she says, oh, shut up, just eat your dinner. And then he's telling the story. And then Misty got knocked out. So it was all me against Team Rocket. Of course, it only took me a few minutes to mop him up. Hey, Red, there's something I got to talk to you about. This is Misty talking. Uh, what is it, Misty? Can't stand listening to how I saved the day while you were snoozing. Shut up. Listen, our Pokemon will be fully healed soon. And when they are, I think we need to put them on a serious training regimen. Training? Yep, those dopes we bought at Mount Moon can't be the best Team Rocket's got. We're going to have more opponents to face. Better ones. Stronger ones. Ah, chill out. What? Goons like that might scare you, but I know how to handle them. Don't you want to get your stupid self hurt? Oh, do you want to get your stupid self hurt? You wouldn't say that if you hadn't slept through my performance. You idiot! 
and like this all the maids get all quiet as she is so angry uh she she don't have to take it personally and she storms out of the room did i say something wrong nah anyway who's got time for training there's a whole mansion full of cute maids for me to ask out and then the lights go out and is the the wind or something and his bed gets knocked over and he says oh what's with the wind Somebody help me! And there's Bulbasaur on the ground, and Bulbasaur grabs him with a vine, and there's everything whooshing and whooshing and whooshing and whooshing around. And then the wind dies, and it goes out the window, and the whole room is trashed, and he sort of looks up. Ah, it's over. What's this? A scale? A Gyarados scale? And the next day, Ashes or Red is eating uh, by breakfast by himself. Is somebody after me? Um, Mr. Red... Please excuse us, but, huh? And the maids have come in to talk to him. Oh, I get it. You want to see me in action? Oh, yes, sir. Well, if you insist, I can give you a little sample this very day. Oh, but how? Cerulean City must have a gym leader, right? For Just for you, I'm going to challenge him and kick his butt. And then all the maids go, tee-hee-hee-hee-hee. And he says, oh, what are you laughing about? You think I can't? Oh, you don't think I can? No, sir. It's just that, ahem, Misty comes in. So you want to fight the Cerulean City gym leader, do you? Then come with me. I'll take you there myself. Hey, wait up. How far is this gym? Hey, it's at the edge of the city. Not very convenient. Voila, says Jim, Cerulean City. Please, after you. <laughs> and Red's like, huh? And so he goes in first. Oh, don't tell me the idiot isn't even here. We've checked all the rooms. Where is this moron gym leader anyway? The moron, says Misty is right here and she points at herself and he's like whoa okay i get it funny now now where is he really and then he gets blasted by a water blast what the and he's, there's already a star me out by her side now now hold on a second let's and she points again and the star me blasts him with water and he goes ah and he starts running around not in a fighting mood what have i told you the one who attacked you last night was me no way well if you say so and then she blasts him again with water oh you'll regret that bulbasaur Vine whip! A vine whip? You gotta be kidding! Bubble beam! And the bubble beam sends the vine flying, and, and Red's going everywhere, and Bulbasaur's going everywhere, and he's like, oh, well, what's gotten into you anyway? And then she's trembling. I thought you knew how I felt about us as a team. I just knocked you down, but star me wasn't enough at Mount Moon. Don't you get it? We have to get real, or they're flatten us! We have to be at our best, and we have to work together! She did all this just to prove... All right. You're right, I don't have time to impress girls, and you don't have time for tears. Let's go train. A few days later. Are you certain it's wise to let him go? Yep, we learned each other's skills and attacks. Now it's time to hone those skills on our own. But I do look forward to meeting him again. See ya, Misty! And he goes off, he's got a little, like, bundle with a stick on it, and he's got his three Pokemon, and he's going off on his own. Not far from Cerulean City, and there's a guy, he's a uh, orc, and I says, Oh, dang, the thing's gone kablooey again. This year, Pokemon Transporter don't run no better in a Metapod and Molasses. Fixing it's just one big old pain in the... And then as he, he's crawling into the device, then he his shirt catches on a little latch, and it pulls the door shut behind him. Bang! Oh, double dang. And then the auto timer goes off. Why would you build that? And then... And so... He's getting, there's a him in one side and a Rattata on the other side, and the machine's activating. Chapter 9. But Firo itself, routes 24 to 24. I don't know, I think it means 24 to 25, I don't know. 
Oh, I've got so many Pokeballs, I can't carry them all. But I worked so hard to catch them all, I can't just leave them behind because they're so heavy. Huh? Uh, that's a rat. It looks like he caught a Bellsprout. That's a Rattata, I think. But uh, something's not right about it. And it's like the guy that was doing the work before is like a Rattata-sized person. And he's like a, he's got a human head, but rat teeth and rat ears and a Rattata body. And he's dragging him behind him, a little mini log. It's got to be a new kind of Pokemon. All right. Ooh, who'd have thunk it'd be so hard just to light a fire? Uh-huh. Heck, if I was human, I could pick up this old stick just like it was uh, a stick. Uh, a Pokemon that talks. And then Helux, and then and then the Rattata human turns around. Hot dang, a human being. Oh, I was starting to think that nobody would ever come mosey in our Uh-huh. But praise be. Come on, young fellow, lend me a hand. Uh, what's it, boy? Something scare you? Well, I may just look like a mutated Rattata, but I'll have you know I'm a Pokemon expert. And then we see a bird in the distance. Name's Bill. And here's the... This here's my sea card. Whoosh! And the Fero picks up little Bill Rattata. We don't just stand there, boy! Help! Uh, right, right. Hey, wait up! And and he starts running after the Fero. First, I gotta stop the Fero. Bulbasaur, Razor Leaf. What kind of lame attack is that? Now, listen, boy. If you want to stop a flying Pokemon, first thing you do is paralyze its wings. What do you think some grass Pokemon's gonna do for you? You got two? Come on, use them! Oh, if you'll shut up. Polyro, Ice Beam, Pikachu, Thunder Wave, and they both shoot big gold beams. And they miss the Fero, but they hit Bill, and he goes, Wah! Oops! What are you shooting at me for? Yammering to fry me? Don't even try while the thing dang's flying! Just wait till it stops! You think I can keep up with? Wait! And they're running, and the Pikachu runs up, and he jumps off Red's head, and Red shots Pikachu! And then uh, Pikachu jumps way up high and calls down thunder out of the sky. If you miss from below, try from above, shots Red. You do want to fry me! Choom! And thunder blasts the Fero, and the Fero gets all electrified. But Bill goes flying off without being electrified. He's kind of safe. And Red says, gotcha! Ah! Oh ho And the Fero crashes down. So, not a lot of fight left in you now, eh? Says Red. And the Fero flicks up. Whoosh! Ugh! And he, he flies off. And, uh, Bill Radita is up on a little tiny ledge. He says, oh, my head. Oh, I know that stance. Hey, boy, better watch out for the drill pack. And the Fero goes swooshing down, swirling at the Poliwhirl. And Red, he braces himself for the impact. And then the, uh, whatchamacallit, the, the, the Fero goes straight through Poliwhirl and... Is like his head is embedded all the way through. You see the drill coming out the back of Poliwhirl. And Rattata, he looks away. And then Poliwhirl, he vanishes. It was an illusionary image. And now Fero's beak is covered in ice. And now he's completely covered over in ice. And Fero, he's been taken down by Poliwhirl's ice beam. And Red goes, phew. Don't tell me you planned that. It helps to know what attack was coming next. Thanks. Anytime, boy, anytime. And he, and he, he sighs with exasperation. At the sea cottage, we see Red operating the device. Hot diggity dog. No chance I could have got back to normal by myself. Much obliged, boy. What is this thing? A Pokemon transporter? This is your contraption. will transport Pokemon or whatever you want to anywhere you want it. Oh, that's so cool. Still got a few bugs to work out, though. Like if you got a Rattata in one cylinder and it stops working on you and then you fall into the other cylinder and... Well, you get the picture. Like I said, the name's Bill. I'm Red. 
and I'm on a mission to become the greatest Pokemon trainer who ever lived. A boy with a mission, that's what I like to see. Tell you what, boy, I'm not gonna help you. I ain't a Pokemon expert for nothing, you know? We gotta lighten your load. I'll take these. Now, now, with my transporter, I can shoot you these instantly wherever you happen to... Huh? Oh, and he looks inside the Pokeball that he picked up, and it's the Fero. A Fero? Hmm, what a day. You look happy to be out of your Pokeballs. Whoa, look at that. Checking out the humongous swimming pool over there. And he's like referring to the ocean. Heck, kidding, guys. That's what we call the ocean. Hey, what a cool looking ship. And it says SS Aaron on the side. Let's check it out. Chapter 10. Danger. High Voltorb. Man, it's huge. And he, he starts sneaking around the cargo area near the ship. I'm sunk if anybody sees me, but... Aha! And he sort of... There's like a big burly sailor carrying a cargo crate on his shoulder and he sort of sneaks along after the sailor out of sight by like the, the crate blocks the, the sailor's view and he gets up the ramp and he goes in oh i can't believe i'm getting away with this i wonder how far i can go and rattle rattle did i just hear something oh, i must be getting jumpy rattle rattle and the crate's rattling hmm i could use a map and he sees a glint through a window Ooh, what was that and he looks in the window, but he, the little glint goes away. And then it jumps back. Yeah! And then all the sailors, he, he shouts, yeah, all the sailors run, run up, saying, a stowaway, get him! And stay out! And they throw him back down the cargo ramp. Oh, they didn't have to be so rough. Wait a second. That thing had to be a Pokemon. But what's it doing on a ship? Young man? Huh? <clears throat> and we see a, a man in a suit with a hat and heavy sunglasses. Those spheres you're wearing, might those be, by any chance, Pokeballs? Uh, yeah, who are? Good for you, my boy. So young, but already a Pokemon trainer. Is that so amazing? Ah, and humble besides. I can see you're not just any lad. Now, let's have a look at what those in the Pokeballs, eh? But they're... Show me, show me. Oh, cut it out. Remarkable. Simply remarkable. You're in. You, my lad, are now an honorary member of the Pokemon Fan Club. Uh, Pokemon Fan Club? In Vermilion City. Don't be shy, son. You there, my girl. Will you take this to the post office? A Pokemon stamp? I swear there's nothing more galled and stubborn than a Caterpie. Heh <laughs> heh. Well, at least they don't have hairballs like my Rattata. Hee <laughs> hee. Lad, you'll never find a more devoted gaggle of Pokemon lovers than this room. Uh, yeah. Take a look. The newsletter says it all. And the newsletter says, We heart Pokemon a case of Poke love. That's the last bath I'll take with my tentacruel, is the name of the article. He, Red's just like, um, a bath with? Everyone, may I please have your attention? Allow me to introduce our newest member, my friend Red. Whoa, wait, hi, hi, hi. Golly, and everyone's like fawning over his Pokemon. All these Pokemon are certainly used to people, aren't they? Aren't they cute? And they're rubbing Pikachu. How long have you had this Poliwhirl? Since I was a kid, and Poliwhirl's just a Poliwag. Goodness, they are well-behaved, aren't they? Well, we've been traveling together for a long while, and they've bailed me out of plenty of battles. A hush goes over the room. You make your Pokemon do battle? Well, what else would I do with them? What kind of Pokemon lovers would be me made if we made them fight? They have to fight to evolve. Ours just stay little and cute forever, teehee. Help, someone stole my executor. And everyone runs in. The guy runs in saying, someone stole my executor, and everyone gasps. And the Mr. Pokemon says, not again. Red says, what's wrong? The director's Abra was stolen last month. It's happening to all of us. That's a lot of Pokemon. And there's nothing we can... We can... And he begins to sob. A Poke-napper, eh? Tell me everything you know about the case. 
Okay, so the abductions happen around the same time every month. Yes, but it'd be too hard for anybody but the owner to get the Pokemon into their Pokeballs, meaning the thieves would have to be able to transport full-size Pokemon somehow. Hmm. But what could be big enough to... Oh, do you know where that ship is headed? I've heard that Lieutenant Surge, the Vermilion City gym leader, uses to transport supplies to Cinnabar Island. A ship full of supplies for a gym leader? What could those supplies be? Oh, bingo! Okay, then! Time for me to make... for me to take a cruise! Stop! And Mr. Pokemon runs up to him. If you have to go, I have one request. It better be important. Would you leave Pikachu behind for me to cuddle? Sheesh! And so Pikachu gets left behind. We got Bulbasaur and Poliwhirl going. On the waterfront. Okay, this time we go in from the back. Swoop, 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 and they're swimming in up next to the boat. Thanks, Bulbasaur. Wait there for me, okay? And Bulbasaur lifts up uh, Red and Poliwag using a vine whip, and Bulbasaur's back down in the water. So we got just Red and Poliwag going around in the ship. This is the room where I saw that... Huh? There's nothing here. Don't tell me. I just imagined it. Hey, a Pokeball! Yeah! Yeah! What is that? Stop it! Poliwhirl attack! Man, what kind of Pokemon was that? How are you doing there, Poliwhirl? It was a Voltorb, friends. Red doesn't know that, but we know that. Poliwhirl falls over. Fwomp! Poliwhirl, what's wrong? Ha ha ha! I'd say it's in shock. Water conducts electricity well. Huh? And uh, a guy with a big old nasty-looking haircut comes out of the shadows. I'm famous for running a tight ship here. We deal with trespassers very harshly. And it shows the SSN, and it shows the guy who's in charge of it. This must be Lieutenant Surge. Heh, not your usual child's play, is it, boy? Chapter 11. Buzz off, Electabuzz. Now tell me, what are you doing on my ship? And that's the dramatic stop with this episode. I hope if you enjoy this uh, Pokemon Adventures episode, tell me and I will read more. I have the first three volumes, which constitute like sort of the main story arc of Red. Um, and then it goes on after that. I think there's like 17 volumes or something so far. But I've got the first four. And so we can read at least that far if people want me to continue doing this.